My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! Welcome to the Time Variance Authority. I'm Miss Minutes, and it's my job to catch you up before you stand trial for your crimes. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Hey everyone, this is Pop Horror Review the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hello. Hi. And today, we are back. Uh, Marvel has their third show out, so of course we have to talk about it. It is Loki. It is on Disney+. Plus. It's on Wednesdays. That's the only difference from the last three, but I'm excited. Anyone else back I mean, excited there's again? There's another big difference. What? You know, that it's Loki and not Wanda or Falcon or Winter Soldier. That's true. I'm sorry, Jimmy. So anyway, the first episode of Loki, it is called Glorious Purpose. Loki, the god of mischief, finds himself out of time and in an unusual place and forced against his godly disposition to cooperate with others. It is at 96% critics for Rotten Tomatoes and 96% audience, so people are all loving it just as equally. The Rotten Tomatoes, is that for the episode or the season? Well, I'm assuming isn't the only... The, I mean, as of right now, it's only the first episode, so isn't it only first? Any any critic that is, like, putting review down saw bo- all, both two episodes, so I won't assume... I assume it's the season. Yeah, you're right, Jimmy. So I assume, but audience, I assume, is first. Yes, that I think would be the first. Okay. But now that we cleared that up, I'm going to say the drink. It is called... I've realized also before I say this that I've done martinis for a lot of Marvel movies. Like I had the Captain... Was it the Captain Martini? I think it was. But anyway, this is called the Martini of Mischief. Uh, Kelly's going to find this really disgusting, but it's, it was good. I, I swear. It's vodka, vermouth, vermouth and pickle juice. <laughs> I swear what it was What kind good. of pickles though? Uh, I, well, you could use either. I've, I've had it with the sweet... But I, it's better with the sour. I wish I, we need to get a stinger for this. So we're going to shotgun some facts. Kelly, be our shotgun. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> number one, this is Marvel Studios' first villain-centric project. I could have swore there was another one, but I was wrong because this is the first one. For some reason, I consider Thanos, the uh, Infinity War, to be like villain-centric because he's like such a main character in that one. Um, that's an Avengers uh, movie. I don't, I don't agree with that. No, I know, but like, just for some reason, I, I I think the reason I was thinking that there was one before is because I think like Thanos is such a like main character in, for me at least, in Infinity War that I was like, wait, wasn't there already one? But this is yes, but that's like, not. Yeah, that's an ensemble. Like you can't really like be like that's Thanos's movie. No, I I know that's why I, I think I just like I have that like in my mind. I'm like, oh, like. Thanos was prominently featured, so like in my mind I thought that, but then actually doing research about it, I was like, yeah, just kidding. Um, number two, rather than read Marvel Comics to prepare for the role of Agent Mo- Mobius, Owen Wilson instead had Tom Hiddleston explain the entire MCU to him, and I'm really curious what his explanation was and how detailed it was, because I would love to hear what his explanation was. Number three, Taika Waititi was in talks to direct a few episodes of the show, which I think would have been wild. Um, number four... The inspirations of this show are, there's a lot actually. There's, it's Silence of the Lambs, Seven, Zodiac, Catch Me If You Can, uh, Rick and Morty, Mad Men, Before Sunrise, and uh, a bunch of, and they just said like the films of Quentin Tarantino. Also, I would add uh, Men in Black to that. And then number five is they, to promote the show, General Mills, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they're, 
they announced that them, General Mills and Marvel announced that they're going to release 3,500 special boxes of Lucky Charms called Loki Charms. And I, I really, I really, I really want them really bad. What, what are the marshmallows? I think they just released a, a box. I think it's just a box. It's different. Oh, well, that's boring. Well, then that's not fun. Yeah, but it's a cool box. I will not be buying that, General Mills. You fucked up. Well, Lil Cheeks will probably be spending, he probably spent like 20, 30 bucks just to buy the box off eBay. I could see you doing it. See, the only thing I, I would if it was like a better material, but I feel like that box would like not, it wouldn't no, last. No, it's definitely normal cereal material. So maybe I wouldn't spend that much for, if it was like a special edition box where it was like, you can save it maybe, but not if it was just like a paper one that like by accident I spilled something <laughs> on it and it just literally like deteriorated. Like if the cardboard was thick with two C's. Thick. Thick with two C's. If only. If only they had thick cereal boxes. We should start that trend. Not like, you know, family size, like the big box. It's it's this is the thick box. With yeah. two C's. Yeah. And it's yeah, I don't know how the design I mean, I feel like they should make the design different more. Work. I feel like Matt's just like <laughs> Matt's just like I'm ignoring these two and their joke. <laughs> no, I'm no no, I was I was trying to add on to it. I was like I, they if they're gonna call it the like the thick box with two C's, they should make the like the box more plump. That's Ew. so funny. <laughs> the thick box or two seats. Like, give it a little butt? Yes, they should give it a little butt. Or hips, hips and a butt. Give it some hips that don't lie. Hey guys, this is B from Arbitrary Advice. Your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything, from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Okay, we have gone off of the show Loki. But you act like that's not a normal thing for us to do. So we'll, we'll, we're always on topic. We really are. It's, it's almost like we should be called the On Topic Podcast. Like, that's, that's what, what we're, we're known do. for. We're just known for being on topic. Loki, first episode and first episode only. Um, did we like it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, because Jimmy's like yawning. So I, I, Are you <laughs> sure about that, Jim? I had to get up early today to watch it. So that, that's why I'm so tired. So, I mean, I actually really... I did... It was kind of like... The kind of thing I didn't care for it was like sort of in the same realm of Falcon Winter Soldier. It was very like piloty esque, and I feel like, but then like as the episode went on, it, it really kind of like stripped that away. And then I enjoy, I was enjoying it the more it went because it was actually like they were kind of like in the same vein of Wandavision. Then just was kind of like dropping like question and question and question. And they kind of were like, let's not let's. It was almost like a setup that led to just a bunch of questions, which I liked it as it went on. I liked it a lot. Um, I guess it just because like WandaVision just you knew it was starting off so uniquely. That's why it had that big like impact. But I liked this episode probably mo- this one single Loki episode more than half of Win- Falcon yes. and Winter Soldier's season. I think because... you're going to say, say WandaVision for a second. I was about to be really shocked, but sorry. Continue. Oh, no, no, not not WandaVision. Falcon and Winter Soldier. But that's because I also have a bias like, I don't know if I ever told you guys, but I really love, like, that style, like, 1950s, like, type of, like, atmosphere. So I really love the style, like, like the style of Loki. 
And I, I love when they combine futuristic stuff with like old timey things. So like, you know how he, um, Owen Wilson's like little like time thing to view Loki's file and how it has that old school feel, but it's like obviously a super high tech um, machine. Yeah, I love when things are like that. So like, I'm really biased towards it. I also like that this episode was kind of self-contained. So like, it really like, helped us delve into like who Loki is and where his like mind like his psyche kind of is and I felt like it did it really well especially for a pilot episode to like get jam all of that into like 45 minutes or so it, it was it was self-contained but at the same time it also like gave a lot of um like open-ended questions like I think like WandaVision did because WandaVision was sort of the same thing it was very self-contained until I mean, until like the end where you saw sword, but but I, that's what I liked about it. But I think with Wandavision, I liked this. I think just by a hair, I liked their first episode better because it was more like I don't know if it's because I had no idea what was happening in that show, and like I really wanted to find out. And with Loki, like you kind of know the plot in a way. Like I could be wrong, where it could be in a whole different story, but that's why I think it goes Wandavision for me for first episode. Hair like a very very close second is Loki and then Falcon Winter Soldier. I was gonna say like I agree with you because this first episode technically was just like a recap. Mm-hmm. It was like a recap episode, so I think that took away a little bit from it. I'm sorry, I just like really loved. I had I did not even realize that Ruby, her name is Wonmi Mosaku, the actress from Lovecraft Country, was in this, and I freaking love her. I know. I I saw like a clip. I saw the the first clip with her the other day. And I was just like, oh, she's in this? And I was like, yes, I'm so happy. I have to say, I, I have to say that I, I was expecting, she was very good in this episode, but I was expecting her voice to be almost completely different. Just based on her personality in this episode and that character, I was expecting like a very low voiced uh, character. And when her voice was so high, I was oh. like, oh, wow, it took me a second to get used to it. No, yeah, she actually does really good at different voices. She's very good at accents and changing mm-hmm. her voice. And she's kind of like a... Uh, Stephanie Beatrice from mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's just like, it's like complete 180. And I also thought everyone in the show was very, I thought the acting was very good. Like, I was a little weary when they cast Owen Wilson. I was like, can he fit in this world? And I thought he did a very good job. I thought, um, uh, who's the one from the morning show? Uh, um, M- Mumbatha. I can't say her name. Mumbatha. She was also very good, even for the very she short the thing yeah. she was in. Um, I think that's all. I, you, who, I, I, what's it? I uh, the guy who played Casey, I wasn't a, a big huge fan. character, though. No, I know. The guy who played Casey, though, I wasn't a huge fan. I thought that was very kind of like over the top. I feel like it didn't fit this episode a little bit, but I don't know if that's just they were trying to get like very bureaucrat and he was not very bureaucrat for the time variance authority. So I wasn't sure. But I think it was necessary. I think they kept Casey in it, like even though he really didn't play an important part and it was just comedic relief. I think he was just in it because I think they're still also trying to keep with. I mean, even though this Loki is a Loki from a different universe, I still think that Loki as part of the Thor universe, they're trying to keep the Taika Watiti like mood going on. Mm-hmm. So like with the, like the a lighter affair. So it's like, okay, we need like comedy in this and who's going to bring it? This bro. And this is how we're going to get it. I'm not, I don't know if it was, I didn't like the character. I didn't like how like he, I, I feel like he played it a little over the top maybe. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe he's just, no offense to this guy, but maybe he's just not that good of an actor. I I just feel like it didn't, 
it wasn't the character because I get like they wanted to show like how they're kind of just like kind of like they don't really have personalities, but like he so like him just being in a desk and they take him off the desk is kind of he doesn't know what to do. But I don't know. I think it was just like how he acted it. Maybe that's why I didn't care for it. He kind of went a little too over the top with it, in my opinion. Miss Minutes is one of my favorite people ever now or clocks ever. Tara Strong is Miss Minutes. I knew it was her. I was like that voice, that voice. I know that voice. I was like, that's Harley Quinn. <laughs> were there all those like, so like when they pull out the drawer of the Infinity Stones, were those all like real Infinity Stones or like, are they, are they yeah. just, okay. So it's like, oh. pe- so is it like people who took them and they captured those like variants? Yeah. So what I, I read a, I read a bunch of articles today about it. So basically like, yeah, the Infinity Stones belong to a bunch of variants um, that they took them away and they're just kind of like, they wanted them. They wanted to emphasize that the Infinity st- that the TVA is like they're like not a joke to deal. They're not a joke. Like Infinity Stones mean freaking nothing. And they also explained because the TVA takes place outside of the universe in its own timeline. That's why the Infinity Stones have no power whatsoever. No, I li- I like what they did with the like, TVA. I like how they kind of set that corner of the MCU up and like how they showed, like, like you think that, like, these gods are the biggest oh, threat? Oh, wait. No, yeah, but I just have to also say that I really liked that because as soon as they started with the TV, I was like, why the fuck did they not? Where were they during Endgame? But then I liked that they explained that this that was supposed to be part of the sacred timeline, so we don't mess with the sacred timeline. Because, like, my biggest thing was, like, what the fuck like the avengers fucked up time like majorly not fucked up but they were traveling all through time and you bitches didn't show up at all steve rogers technically be in trouble then because he went back in time and went with peggy this is my theory with that oh you can go first Kelly. sorry no i'm pretty sure they said that everything that happened was supposed to happen to the avengers so like it's part of the sacred timeline so that's why i was like okay like even though it was like just kind of like a short explanation it was a good enough explanation like for me, because I was just kind of like, where have these people been? And I know for the fact that like general audiences were, or would definitely be like, where have they been this entire time? It's just a good thing that they acknowledged it right away in the first episode. Well, no, because I know that was like the one question I think everyone was like, wait, like this whole show about Loki being like a variant, like what, everyone was always like, wouldn't Steve Rogers be a variant? And I'm glad, I'm glad they did answer that. But they also made a point saying like a lot of the variants are people who like also, like, take the, like, infin- like I think they mentioned saying, like, they took the Infinity Stone and, like, they went, they just took it and, and went elsewhere. And it's, like, Steve Rogers brought him back. So maybe they, he, like, re- reset. And that's why, like, it was all supposed to happen that way. It's also time. And, you know, we, I'm not the best with time travel and or just time in general. So we'll see how I do this show. terrible. You two, you two suck with time travel, the both of you. It's it's bad. This is going to be difficult. I didn't even realize that until you just said it now. I know. And also, like, I thought it was interesting how they had the whole, like, um, what's the cat? What's the guy? D.B. Um, what's D.B. His? Cooper. Yeah, D.B. Cooper. I was like, at first, everyone, I, I love when, like, during the trailers, everyone was like, oh, my God, like, it's going to be a different type of Loki. And I was like, no, apparently, like, Thor and Loki just, like, bet on going to Midgard and, like, play, going to, like, steal money i was like i kind of like i was like i kind of want a movie based on them as like kids that was cute yeah i like that but then i was also like damn i was hoping that that would be like the scene that led loki back to thor love and thunder but then i just read today that he's not gonna be in thor love and thunder i know i was just gonna say like he like confirmed that but also this show he brought they brought back the 
help. I love how also like the create well the director at least said they I feel like the director was like no one think of anything because I want to squash all these fan theories before my show at the end just becomes it just becomes a snowstorm of theories. She's like that's not it, and I have a feeling she's doing it to cover up, and it will. I think I feel like Mephesto or someone will be there because also there were way too many blank spaces in the credits, so someone's coming. To fill those credits after after did Wandavision have many that now I can't think if they had that many blank spaces. No, it kind of like f- went with the the end credits. It was it was uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier because they literally had like pictures of the character there, yeah, with no name. So that's how you were like, oh, that's that's it. Oh, I, I do have another question. Maybe you guys can help me answer this. So like you know how like in the beginning where Owen Wilson saw the kid and he saw like the variant was kind of going towards the red line. That's what they don't want. Mm-hmm. So, like with Loki, is it because he's in the TVA? the 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 the, the timeline isn't fucked up. Is that is that why? Yeah, they picked him up before he could do anything, and they reset time. Okay. Oh, I forgot they reset it. Okay, okay. So he's kind of just doesn't exist anymore. I gotcha, gotcha. I remember. I got like I said in the beginning. Like I remember they said that they were like Loki was Mind Hunter meets Men in Black. I didn't get Mind Hunter, but I also didn't watch Mind Hunter. But I got Men in Black, and I kind of loved. Like Kelly said, like I feel like Men in Black had that kind of like old timey yeah. feel, like fifties feel, and I liked how the TVA yeah. kind of took inspiration off that, but like not as like cliche as Men in Black did. So I I am enjoying like the look of the time there, the TVA, and I'm excited to see more of that too. No, yeah, I'm really excited for that, and I think like we probably have to watch a more a couple more episodes before we get the Mind Hunter vibe because like again, this one was kind of like a recap True. episode. But honestly, though, I'm happy that they did all of this in the first episode Mm -hmm. instead of like us doing it like down the line, because then it's just like, all right, now we we just have all this fluff that we didn't need down the line. And like, but my big thing was like, I'm so happy that they actually went through all of Loki's hits from all the movies, just because I was just like, oh, get to Thor Ragnarok. And like, I wanted him to see that it's like, Cause I think that Loki, like he's still, he's an anti-hero, but it's like, he kind of redeemed himself in Ragnarok in the eyes of Thor at least. And it's like, I wanted to, him to see like the cut, how his life would be. But then like when he saw his death and I was reading an article about how they filmed it and how they made it a really intimate atmosphere. Like they said, they really didn't have a lot of people on set that day and that they had Tom Hiddleston actually watching like the clips so that he could get the feel for it. And just like, I don't, it didn't like cross my mind for Loki to take it as, holy shit, like my life really didn't mean anything. Like I died not really accomplishing anything that I had set out to do. No, I, I, I actually, I, as much, I feel like they could, that could have gone very bad, the greatest hits thing. And I feel like it, they did it very well because it also like, I think there, and besides WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier, there hasn't been much content. So people are also, you kind of were feeling the exact same way Loki was feeling, just kind of like realizing like how great his arc was, especially because this Loki is so weird too. Cause like it took me a second to get used to this Loki because it's not infinity war or Thor, Thor Ragnarok Loki, which like had more of like a con, I guess conscience in a way. Like he, he thought more about the people around him and it was like this one. It took me a second where he was just like, and I think they did a good job because sometimes when you try to go back to a character, sometimes you can't get those nuances that they did. And I think they, everyone, like the, the directing, 
the writing and the acting was all very well because it seemed like they literally did just pluck him from uh, Avengers 2012, which I thought was very good. Yeah, I will. I I agreed on a level, but I do think that in terms of the Loki that we're dealing with now, I do think that they did take some cues from Ragnarok in terms of his comedic abilities mm-hmm. because if you that loki that we had in avengers was still when thor was a serious movie but he so, but he did have comedic elements in avengers like with tony stark and stuff like that so it's not like it's out of, it's not out of the ordinary yeah but like event. really only like once but really only like twice he really only had like two super comedic scenes and not the type of comedy that you know came out of thor ragnarok and that he was demonstrating in here so i was just like okay so like they kind of like gave him more levity like Thor Ragnarok did rather than keeping him as like tortured as he was in like the first Avengers. Well, it's just like when you think of the first Avengers, I think of the conversation that Thor and Loki had when they all met up for the first time in the forest, like how dramatic that was versus like how Loki was in Ragnarok. So I'm just like, it's not a hundred percent like the same Loki. No, but I but I do think like they that yes they did put some of those aspects into it, but um, they also kept those. I mean, like you, I I miss how much I love Tom uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, like the way he can just kind of go back and forth. And yes, he didn't do that much before Ragnarok, but he had those moments, and they really kind of took. I I just like how they expanded on that because it wasn't all comedy, which I was a little worried they were gonna do. Because everyone knew how much everyone loved Thor Ragnarok and more of the comedic element, but they did keep those those more. I don't know if it's darker, but like more like mischievous, like more. Because I feel I got a, not Shakespearean like they had in the first one, but I got tones of like a watered down version of that in this in in Loki, which I liked. I liked the old Loki better than the new Loki. I like him as a villain, so I was kind of happy that they kind of like reset the 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 character and his character arc can like kind of restart all over again i do i do want to mention that i don't know where like in what point someone came into marvel studios and was like hey like maybe you should start giving these movies like a very distinguished like score but like wandavision had it i feel like falcon Witch soldier had the like the music that you could i mean like that you can recognize it and then loki has this kind of like mischievous kind of like not 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 horror but like almost like um, sci-fi maybe is the word I'm trying to look for. Oh well, yeah, I love Loki's score. Yeah, exactly. I so don't. I. I don't think I don't agree with what you said about Falcon and Winter Soldier because I just, I'm sorry, I just feel like it's just so generic Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, see, but if I heard the music, I would know if it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's I the would thing. Not. I I wouldn't. I would not at all. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what tune you're thinking about. But I will say, I think Loki's my favorite though, since the the three have come out. I don't know. We no, got to see. I still got WandaVision. Wait, hold on. Did you see that they actually, actually had a Agents of Shield Easter egg, like for the first time ever? I think I say what it is. I remember reading it, but I can't remember what it was. It was when they were like, when Loki was like, "Oh my god, am I a robot?" Like when they were yes. like, some people don't know if they're robots, and they were talking about the LMDs, which was the uh, shit. I forgot what LMDs stood for, but it was. It was from the best season of Agents of Shield, season four. Season four, right? part two with Ada. Yeah, so LMDs was hands down the best like story arc that 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had ever done. And the fact that they actually, like, alluded to it in Loki was just like, thank you. Like, even if it's, like, this little small Easter egg, thank you. But at the same time, this is the most perfect one to have it in because technically the TVA isn't the Marvel. It's not this, it's not this multiverse. It's all of them. So, like, they, if they're going to go with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. being in a different multiverse, which I hope they do and not just, like, forget about it, this makes sense because they would know and not anyone else, which I thought but, was very smart. But, no, going back to that. To which one? Just how the TVA's, like, not in this, in this universe. Mm-hmm. They said in that, like, little cartoon um, they had with Miss Minutes that if, if a, a variant gets to a certain point, it's going to create a multiverse. Because it was like caution multiverse, caution multiverse. So like, are there is there no multiverse? And then Loki's going to create a multiverse? No, I don't think so. I feel that would be that's a lot to put on. Like that's a lot. I feel I, like yeah, but I thought about that too. Like I was just like, is this going to be tied into Spider Man three? And is it going to tie into Doctor Strange? And like. They do talk about a Nexus, which was a commercial in WandaVision. True. Yeah, they said the Nexus was like gonna was a big hint. So I'm just kinda like I feel like Loki is actually gonna be the key to all of the new phase. But at the same time oh sorry, I forgot to hit the theory button. That was very low, sorry. But at the same time, wasn't like didn't I, mean, I guess this is before Wand I don't know when this takes place because at WandaVision at the end credits she hears her kids, and I was assuming that would be the multiverse, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, you don't know how long it takes, like, between the end of WandaVision and the post credit scene, how long that takes. But at the same time, Loki, you don't know. They said time works differently, so you have no idea when this takes place. That's the thing. Yeah, but that's but because they say that, it could be 100% plausible that he's the reason for the multiverse. Well, no, that's, I, I said that in agreement with you. I, I didn't say that in, like, a... Uh, technically, this starts in 2012. Yeah, but how long has he been you there? You are correct. You don't know that, but it That's starts in 2012. No, I, I agree. I agree that that could be plausible. I'm just saying, like, I, it's hard to, 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 to differ because you don't know what time the TVA is in. Also, I'm a little upset that when they were doing his greatest hits, which I loved watching, when um, when his mother died, they didn't play the best part of Thor 2, is the, the score of her oh, funeral the score. Music. Have you Have you noticed that... Um, like with, I mean, not with much with uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, but with WandaVision or Loki, they're trying to be like... Guys, we're just good at, like, with WandaVision, they really wreck, uh, not, uh, I guess they retconned uh, Age of Ultron, and with this one, they were like, just just look at this one part that was of Thor, of Thor the Dark World. Remember that? We shouldn't think about the other parts. We should just think about this part, and this is what was great about it. It was like, they're trying to show you that, like, not show you, they're trying to be like, these movies were good in their own way. They're trying to make the movies better with other shows, I feel like. Yeah, but without the Dark World, you wouldn't have gotten the ether. No, I know. I'm just saying. But with like WandaVision with this, it's like they're trying to be like this. Yeah, but the rest of the dark world is useless. <laughs> As of right now. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Like they're trying to be like, I'm trying to think what other movies. Soon they'll, I think with She-Hulk, they'll make like, the Incredible Hulk. These movies were, yeah, they were like, these movies were important. These exactly. were important. And- <laughs> exactly. And I feel like I'm trying to think now, like She-Hulk can definitely do that for Incredible Hulk. And like, I don't Marvel think. Marvel can go to Captain Marvel. Yeah, but that would be weird. But how? I mean, they have the characters coming back. No, but I just feel like it's weird because it's just like it was because it was Edward Norton, Multi- and like <gasps> multiverse. It, yeah, but and his Hulk is so different from Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Maybe it was so. It's like Mephisto. That was good. Thanks. 
But there were a I, lot of um, Mephisto like things in this. Like, oh, it was the devil that attacked that church in like thirteen thirty six. It was like um, Mephisto. I can't. I just, I'm like hesitant. To and he like gave bubblegum. And he gave bubblegum to a little French girl. Yeah. I like. I. I. And you saw a little like the. The stained glass had the guy with the red and the horns and stuff. That's what I was saying. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying like the director was like, yeah, it was just like because of Loki's horns. It was like, that's such a lie. But okay. But at the same time, it's like I'm scared to like start getting crazy with this because I'm like, I don't want to be burned again. I don't want to get my expectations so high. That's the problem. It's not Loki. I don't think it's Mephesto, but it's definitely not Loki. Because if it was Loki, why the fuck did we not see his face at the end of the episode? That's what, that, I was waiting for this towards the end of the podcast. Like, they said, like, the villain is Loki. And I'm like, is it a different version of Loki? I was, like, kind of confused when they meant that. I was like, is it a different version? Is it Mephesto? I mean, I doubt it's Mephesto, but I feel like Mephesto could play... I think, actually, Kang the Conqueror might play a bigger part than Mephesto. But what, do you think they're going to show him in this? Well, his... Um, what's his... What's her... Oh, I, w- I, thought, it, I thought it was... Um, a Kang too because they said oh this text so like you guys remember the staff that was sticking out yeah they're like this tech is from the is like the third millennia and it's like that's the 31st century which is where Kang the Conqueror is from I mean also I read online that this this show ties into like Doctor Strange and Ant-Man which Kang is in so I don't know. I'm sc- I'm I'm hesitant. Oh, if, I'm it's, scared. if it hasn't the Doctor Strange, then we got multiverse. There we go. Well, that that too. But I'm just I'm scared. Like Falcon Winter Soldier, I did like it, but I I, I understand that it was more like traditional Marvel. Um, so it wasn't as much theories around it, except for like maybe here or there. But like who Wandavision, the, huh? The, the, it was who was the um, power broker? Power broker. And like then who? And then like who was the big cameo in episode five? Like, those are the big things they theorized about. But it's just like Loki is gonna be another WandaVision and I'm you don't understand, like I'm scared. Like I'm scared that it's gonna like blow up into this huge thing and the director's gonna come out and be like, guys, you're gonna be disappointed. I'm like, no, I don't wanna hear that again. So did you read the article where the writer of Loki was just like, Yo, our office was right next to the WandaVision writer's office. And when I heard what they were doing, I was terrified. He's like he's like, we were so scared because we heard all their ideas. And, you know, they told us all about the where they were taking WandaVision. And he was like, we and Loki was just like, how the fuck do we follow that? How do we follow that? Like, you put it they were like, we were so scared. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And that's how you follow that. But at first, that wasn't, I mean, before COVID, all this, this was supposed to be like right after WandaVision and Doctor Strange, which is kind of wild if you think about it. I know. Like Falcon I feel so- bad for Falcon and Winter Soldier, though. I was just like, if that was the first one, people would have been like, yeah. And then it would have been WandaVision and Loki and would have been great. But because WandaVision came first, oof, I feel so bad. But at the same time, I think it worked in better. I think it worked in favor better for WandaVision to come first for them. And like, because if Falcon Winter Soldier came out, people would have, I mean, people liked Falcon Winter Soldier, but it was more in accustomed to, you know, usual Marvel, which isn't, I mean, to me, that's not a bad thing. But well, then Wanda, that actually could hurt WandaVision if it came after because people would have thought, it would it was more. I mean, you gave them a year to kind of not have content. They were just gasping for anything. So, like, I think it worked out. COVID's delays, I think, worked out perfectly for all the shows, in my opinion. I I agree to an extent, but I also know a lot of people like. But the first two episodes of Wandavision were just like, "What the fuck? Like, this isn't a superhero show." So it's kind of like 
it happened regardless. But at the same time, I hear more people who I like who I've never heard about saying they like superhero movies saying they binged WandaVision. No, I know, but that's why I'm saying like but like for normal people who like general casual moviegoers who see all the Marvel stuff, I know that like they were not happy with the first two episodes of WandaVision. So that's why I'm just kind of like, you know, irregardless, like people weren't happy with it at first, but then it became one of their favorite shows towards the end. Also, but they still watched it. No, yeah. Also, I think, I feel like, well, first, Loki, I, th- I want to see that. I want to see if it like had, I want to see the viewership because they've kind of released how many people for WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. But also like, because this was always the number one show, I think for Marvel they, that they announced um on disney plus and also i want to see it because it has the weirdness of wandavision but it has the i don't it has similar things to falcon Winter soldier and where it's like it's a it's more of a big set piece i can see it becoming quicker than wandavision was if that makes sense it's like the best of both worlds exactly which i think i can see people loving this the best i have to wait and see because right now i still i still like wandavision just for its balls to go out there and be a fucking black and white sitcom but I, ha- I have to see. But as of right now, it's, I, I am very promised to what is happening with, with Loki. For me, it's just like, who's going to live up to Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah, I know. Like, her acting was so superb. But you're so all- it's just like, you know, he was kind of getting there when he, watched the mo- when he watched the mother die and he started tearing up. And I'm just like, it's not the same, though. It's but at the, the at the same time, you are talking about Tom Hilston, who like, I mean, we've only seen one episode and like he's already gotten close to it. So like we have to wait and see for the next five episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah, like I need to see the second episode. And once I see the second episode, then I feel like I'll be able to get a better grasp on where I think it's going and how I feel it's going. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm also a little curious because like the guy, the creator, I think his name is like Michael Waldron. He said he structured the show as individual short stories rather than a continuous like story. And I'm, I'm curious if that's going to, I'm curious how that's going to be. Cause I, I, I personally love when it's like one story. So I don't know if it's going to be more episodic, which I'm a little nervous about. Cause I don't, I like the more continual than the episodic personally. So I'll, I'll have to say. I'm, I'm okay if it's episodic, as long as they keep the main story arc going on, at least in some capacity, mm-hmm. you know, like WandaVision was like, WandaVision was episodic the first half of the season. Like, you know, the first three, four episodes was episodic until we got to the overarching, like, um, overarching story, which was like, what the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. I mean, yes, I agree. If it's like that, where it's like the questions are still kind of unraveling, but it's not like, it's not like a CW show where they forget the questions for a couple episodes and then come back to it. That's what I'm hoping they don't do. Well, because they also don't have a, a random, like the CW is just stupid for, having such so many episodes like a 22 episode season is just like it's not viable anymore in this day and age no not if you don't have a great story that can sustain an entire season it's just not i mean it's not viable i know i'm marvel biased but like as soon as the disney plus shows came out i was like this is what i want rather than the cw shows and i was like they need to like up them i know you guys say superman lois but they need to like i feel like modify their their uh well superman and lois is modified that is true that is true it's like 13 episodes right I think it might be 16 now. But the thing is, is that Superman and Lois has modified it enough that it's like they have a really good story going on. Comic book story for eight seasons or now Flash, I think, is eight seasons. That's that is very hard to do and keep it like interesting. But any anyone else, any anything before we rate it? Uh, No, James, get your calculator out. I will give it a 8.5. Kelly, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it a seven. 
7.8. I want to ask Jimmy, why did you give it a 7? Only because Jimmy didn't talk that much this episode. I thought it was good. It could have been a lot better. I think it hurt from not having that second episode right after because it was just a lot of recap. And I, I don't know where the story is going, so I I wanted to see, like, a little more. Actually, I could agree. Okay. I could have gone to, like, an A2. I, I can see. Yeah, I could agree with that because it's like it was, like, a recap. Because, like, everything was, like, an Easter egg in this. Except for maybe the first half of the episode where we first got the t- to the TVA. Yeah. Yeah, because I can see. I mean, I maybe because I just, like, I, I haven't seen. Maybe, I mean, it might be for me that I haven't. I like the kind of recap aspect of it because... I don't know if I'm missing just Marvel in general, and like, I just I was like to say because you're biased. <laughs> no, yeah, and I I just like to see like the the recap because it was almost like it was a better version of to me personally what they did for the Legends thing on Disney Plus for Loki. Oh, okay. Like it was almost like that, but like in a more, and it was a cooler way because you got to see his reaction to it. I don't know, but this is the highest. What was this? A uh, eight point? What was it, Jimmy? It was seven point eight. Yeah. This just by a by a ha- by. We, WandaVision at first was our highest rated Marvel TV first episode with 7.7. This just a hair beat it out. But I can see, I can see, Jim, I can see it almost rethinking and giving it an eight because of what Jimmy said. But what was Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, 5.8 because you guys didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I was like, I know it's low, but I didn't realize we put it that low. Yeah, it, it redeems itself towards the end, but, um, no, yeah, I, I am very excited for it. I, I mean, it's gonna. I have to say, these Wednesday days, I'm not a big fan because, like I said before on this podcast, like I do the overnight. So Friday, it was like my workload wasn't as much. I can kind of go as soon as I like finish an email. I can be like, okay, I'm gonna watch it now. With this one, last night I was like, the emails weren't getting sent as fast because no, everyone's not in a rush to kind of get out of the building. And I was like, no, I want it back on Friday so I can like watch it quicker because I was like, I'm scared to look at social media because. At 3.01, spoilers are getting dropped. And I'm like, I just hesitate. I just almost like have a habit of looking at it, like Instagram and stuff, like just without even knowing. And I'm like, I need I need it to be quicker. I need, I, I need. Like, well, that only applies to you because you're up at that time. Uh, and everyone but who I, works overnights. <laughs> no, but I agree because I'm just like, you know, it was a nice little treat on Friday to have a nice show to watch in the yeah. morning. But As, today when I woke up, I was like, fuck it's only Wednesday and I'm waking up early to see Loki and then like on Fridays I was like I don't care if I'm waking up early why because then I finish the episode and I get to work sooner and then I can leave earlier Mm -hmm. I have to say though my one thing that I was a little upset about I was expecting because they said Loki was kind of like in the vein of WandaVision being very out of the normal for Marvel and I was hoping like a really fun like opening credits like WandaVision had every week almost and I was expecting like like a thing like with Miss Minutes and stuff like that, and I I, I mean it's a cool opening well, credits, but I I was expecting better. I'm sorry. No, I agree, and I was like, okay, well, if this happens, then I'm definitely doing skip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was it was a cool, and I like the music in it, so I was like, I'm like I'm I'm for it, but it was just I was expecting because Wandavision set the bar so high for the opening credits because every week it was different, except for like the last two episodes, but like. And, like, Falcon Witch Soldier had, like, barely an opening credit. And, like, this had, like, an in-between. But I was, like, expecting something with Miss Minutes. Because I'm, like, they know people are going to love Miss Minutes. Let's be honest here. Throw it in there. Well, you just got to wait till the next one. And I was also, like, is there any... Am I smart enough to decipher these symbols that they're using for Loki's name? Like, what do they mean? I was not. I was too tired to do it. (laughs) 
so they always so the the symbols go in like a certain sequence like but it's the same couple symbols like after the sequence and i'm just like do these mean anything or is this just them trying to be like creative i'm not sure but i don't think i'm smart enough to figure this out (laughs) i mean that's all i think that's all i had for this had a lot of questions so yeah i was gonna say this had a lot of questions and I, I, I hope they all get answered. So and I, or because they did say this one connects to the MCU the most out of all three. So I don't know if uh, I don't know if like they'll leave some stuff off for the multiverse for Doctor Strange too. I'm not sure. But any before we go, any last thoughts? No, I think we're good. Not enough. That we we didn't see enough to like say anything else. Because like again, it was a recap show. Majority of the episode. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, okay, guys, we will see you. Oh, don't forget, now the rest of our episodes for Loki, as we continue to the next five episodes, will be on our Patreon. So please, you got the free one for the first. Please uh, listen to the rest on Patreon, and we will see you later. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media, at review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.